Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 34. Today, we are going to be talking with Tara Warren, who is fresh, like two days fresh back from the Bighorn 100. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast. We're already at episode 34, sitting here with uh, Joel at yep. beautiful Mount Ogden Park here at the base of Maylands Peak. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Yeah, did you have a good Father's Day? Yeah, lots of just random stuff. It was really busy. Nice. Yeah. Mine was pretty low-key. Had a great breakfast in, you know, set up for me. I didn't have to cook. Yeah. Got some cool little presents, some Bigfoot lunch boxes. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice little assortment of IPAs. Which Ooh. was pretty impressive, so got to give a shout-out to my family on that. So I hope everybody had a great Father's Day. Yep. Um, it's always a fun day once a year to do that. So uh, we also want to remind them about some cool stuff. You've got a sweet Boco Trail Manners hat on. I sure do. I think I saw a picture from Bryce. It was Brad Sweeney. Yeah, he had yeah. a sweet. He had the uh, the one I have on, which is, what color do I have on today? That's the, uh, the gray and the green gray. with the black mesh. That one's pretty tight. I like that one. Yeah, it looks He good. had that one on. Yep, had it on backwards looking yeah. like a rock star. Thanks for representing down there. Appreciate yeah, it. No problem. So we need to move some of this gear so we can get some new gear. That's right. And we want to see pictures of our gear in that's, cool places. That's right. We've seen some pretty cool stuff. I know Brad's been doing a lot of that. You can hashtag us yep. or the other one that's real popular where it's this is now go get it. I know. That's pretty You fun. looked that up the other day and I you was, were surprised, weren't I you? I was, so I apologize to everybody who's been <laughs> hashtagging that. Um, we're going to keep a better eye on that, but we want to say thanks. I'm, I'm wearing the Pearl Azumi gray shirt. Oh, my Trail favorite. Manor. It is comfy. I like to Love wear that. Love that one. It's my uh, Sunday school shirt. Yep. <laughs> my dress shirt <laughs> um, so yeah we got some stuff online go ahead and uh play some orders let's get that out got and, some uh, stickers too i got a whole bunch by the way yeah yeah they're just sitting in my truck well don't don't start handing them out hand them out you want me to yeah, i can people hand them come out. to your truck or people come to my bus we'll yeah. hand you one if you find us and we're not gonna tell you where you're at so okay good luck with that so yeah and then we also had a good run this weekend we did a nice little lewis peak run and tested out some gear we did yeah so we got our Surprise out, Ultra Spire Surprise. So this is like the third time I think I've used it. Yeah, it's a 2.0 version. Yep. A lot better than the previous version. Um, really comfortable. This is the first time I took it with my bladder. And I have to say, I like my bladder better than the bottles up front. Yeah. But that being said, if you were paying attention last week, there was a video on Ultra Spire's website. Show Bryce, the owner, the creator, the mad scientist, creating these straws that you put into the bottle so that we don't have to take the bottle out. I need some of those. So, Tina, if you're listening, which I know you are, hook me up with some of those straws. <laughs> yeah. Right? I need some of those. Bring it that way. And I, That's right. I did. I tried something different because I'm trying to get away from a bladder. Yep. Because it's just never know how much you drink, the weight on your back. Um, and I do like bottles, but I like not running with handhelds. So, yeah. now I'm str- stuck with, I tried out the Speed Goat Waste Belt. And I've been testing a little bit, but yeah. they only have the two bottles. Right. So, I wore the Spry 2.0 through one of those bottles in the back of that, plus the two on my waist. Yeah. And I really liked it. So, how many ounces does that give you then? Uh, let's see, 18 times three. So, yeah. you do the math at home because I don't want to do it. It's 56 <laughs> ounces. Um, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm throwing that out there. Okay. Um, but that worked out really well, and I've never liked waist belts, but the Speed Goat waist belt from Ultra Spire is dialed in. Yeah, you've it, been you've been using that a lot, and there's been no complaints on his part. So yeah. you know, 
Trust him when he says that. So we, we did some that, and then you, you jumped in some new shoes. <laughs> I did. I finally got a pair of the trail version of the Pearl Izumi N3. Now, there is a really big difference between the trail version and the road version, and I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, duh. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest. I like the road shoe better than the trail shoe. Do you? Yeah, I do. The road shoe feels softer. It's lighter. It's not overbuilt. The trail shoe... I mean, there's really, sometimes, yes, you need to have a little bit more protection there, but they over-engineered this shoe. Um, it's still a good shoe. Uh, I'm not going to say don't get it, but, boy, the road shoe is much better. Yeah. Yeah, so if I had to choose between the two, I'm going to go with the road one. So you're going to start running roads now? Uh, no, I'm allergic <laughs> to the road. Highly allergic to the road. Allergic yeah. to asphalt, gravel, and cars? Yeah. I, 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 no, definitely not. So, yep, I'm, I'm, of course I'll, I'll run that shoe until it's, done with its life but uh yeah the road shoe n3 and then the the challenger the this new version of the challenger the hoka challenger i've been running in it some and i like it um it's a lot different than that first version uh it's got a little more firmness to it but you still have the cushion uh but same problem toe box yeah um i wish they would just get that figured out I mean, it's frustrating. Yeah, they I, they know about it, and I think you know when we talked to our guest on the show today, you know, previously she said there's some stuff coming down the pipeline with a little bit of a toe box. So that excites me to hear that. Well, and then we're both gearing up. So you've got Beaverhead. I do. I got Beaverhead. Three weeks, less than three weeks. Yeah. I got to hurry up and start training. July 9th. Yeah, that's a good day. Yeah, Someone's, that's going to be. I'm excited for that one. You know, I think that the registration is open until the 25th. So the podcast will air on the the 21st. So you still have a couple days. Uh, There's two distances. You've got a 50K and a 100K. Um, Both of them look stunning. You get up on the Continental Divide between Idaho and Montana. And, boy, it looks really pretty. Challenging, too. And, I, I, like I said, I tossed it around, but I think I'm going to stick and stay down at Capitol Reef. Yeah, which is billed as the hardest 50 in Utah now. Yeah, that doesn't make me feel better. But yeah. yeah. looks pretty. It does look pretty. And they just made an announcement, which is kind of cool. And, it, you know, the, uh, I think, I don't know the pronunciation, but Arnolfo from oh, Born yeah. to Run. Yeah. The Tarahamaras are going to be there. That'd be cool. That'll be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, to hang out with those guys and share some cornmeal or whatever <laughs> and hang out with them and see if they can help me out. Um, <laughs> but that'll be exciting. So I'm excited for Capitol Reef. Uh, pretty area. Yeah, gonna pass on the Beaverhead this year, but it's definitely on my to-do list. So I'll have to get your course recon on that one. Yeah, uh, no problem. And there's actually another race coming up this weekend. <sighs> yeah. that's, I don't know. It's billed. It seems pretty popular. I've been reading yep. a lot about it. Um, Western States, I think yeah, it's called One Hundred. I think I've heard of that. <laughs> Is that a relay race? Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's coming up this weekend, and that's a lot of excitement building around this one. Yeah, right. I mean, there's not like. Some of the old school guys, they aren't there anymore, right? Yeah. I've got some young bucks in there. Yeah. That Walmsley kid. Oh, yeah. My money's on him right now. Is it? That's or Sage. Yeah, it's hard to go. Toss up between those two fellas. Yeah, it's be- I don't know. Who has the best day, right? Cause yeah, it depends on the heat, right? Whoever yeah. does best with the heat because it's supposed to be hot. Yeah. For the ladies, boy, Magdalene's going to do it again. Yeah, you've got to. Uh, that's a safe bet, I think. Yeah, right? She's this. just a rock star. Yeah. Stephanie Howe, you know, I love her, but... Magdalene's going to do it again. Well, and we'd like to see what you guys think out there. So yeah. post on the uh, thread of this podcast on Facebook. Let us know what you, if you, you know, who you think's going to win. Maybe there's some dark horses we don't know about. And there always True. is. You know, there's always those out there. But that's that'll be exciting to see how that unfolds. And then, again, we'll just bring up briefly last week's uh, show with Luke Nelson. Yep. Uh, it was such a great show. Got a lot of good feedback. And then even just this week, there's a couple stories that uh, just <laughs> recently came out. There was the mountain lion attack in Aspen, yeah. Colorado. Uh, mountain lion came down, started attacking a five-year-old, and it, I believe it was in their yard. Yeah, I think so. That's what it sounded like. And the mom came out and opened a can. Yeah, she did. Just mama bear came out and just whooped that lion. That's right. I think so, it was two lions, as a matter yeah. of fact, because they ended up killing two lions in the area. Yeah. That's that's t- unfortunate, but I mean, the mom did the right thing. You gotta fight back. That's right, because you know, there's been. I mean, well, we won't even go the other one. But then the next one that just I just read about is the woman down in New Mexico running a marathon got attacked by a black bear. Now, so was this marathon on the road? You know, I it, the little article I saw it didn't say. It was just saying it's a national preserve in northern New Mexico. Uh, right. She got scratches, bites, head injuries. I saw a picture, and she actually right. when I hear a bear attack. I think the worst, and she looked 
I don't say good, but so better where, off. So where was she bit? You know, oh, head, arms. Oh, yeah, gnarly. Yeah. It looked like she had head, neck, upper body um, that weren't life threatening. So some other runners came along, helped her out. It was a female black bear. It was the um, Caldera National Preserve. Yeah. Uh, v a l l e s, and I'm horrible with pronunciations of some of the stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, down the National Preserve. But it says the officer said the victim surprised the bear after her cub had run up a tree. Oh. Yeah, so so like go. I said, don't surprise mama bear. That's right. <laughs> right? So, and that kind of goes back to what Luke talked about, is just being prepared when you're yeah. out there. There's things like that that you really don't prepare for. I mean, how rare is the, are those things? But you right. have to be aware and you have to, you know, some stuff happens. Yeah, I think in that scenario, when you surprise mama bear, the, it's flight or flight, right, with yeah. that one. I mean, you're going to either fight back or turn tail and run, like... When we were on Lewis, and I mean, we saw five <laughs> moose on Lewis, which was so awesome. It was I awesome. I know, and then some random deer. But then when you – so those of you that don't know Lewis Peak, um, it's we took it from the shores of Pineview Reservoir, and it's a nine-mile climb. And uh, you got six miles of really steady climbing. And then you get on the ridge, and you got three miles of kind of just undulating running. And so Eric and I were on the ridge – and we're just yakking away because, you know, that's how we, we roll. And uh, I'm out front running, and I hear this noise coming up behind us quick. And it scares the mess out of me. And I turn around, and I push Eric towards the noise, <laughs> thinking that some bear's coming up to eat us. I totally threw him under the bus. So lesson learned is either you got to be prepared to run or throw your partner into the danger. Yeah, now I know where that and it was. It ended up being a motorcycle. It was a motorcycle, yeah. <laughs> and I would have taken him out. I think yeah. I had a good chance of that. But that yeah. was pretty funny. Joel did a little hop, skip, push yeah. move, and I was like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into our show. Yep. Um, we have uh, a, a guest. Wow, that was close. Well, that was close. That was close. A uh, second time guest. So yes. this is I mean we're getting there and you know there's for good reason. So the only time we're ever gonna bring her on is when she finishes a hundred miles. That's right. Yeah. And she just uh finished the uh Bighorn one hundred yep in a time of twenty eight forty eight. Yep. Um that's fast. That is that's good. I was I mean female tenth overall. Yeah. There was a female course record set. Hot day too. Yeah. Um and so our guest today is Tara Warren. Woohoo Hi guys. Hey Tara, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. So uh, the Bighorn 100, just real quick, the, the male finisher, 2028, 20, Seth Kelly, blazing. Yeah, that's fast. And a, a favorite, um, the women, Ashley Nordell, course record, 2138. Yeah, that's even faster. crazy. Now, who is Ashley coached by? Uh, you know, Ty Draney, what is up with you, man? I know, he's killing it on he the coaching is. side. He really is. His, his athletes are crushing it, setting course records, having time. If you know Ashley, she's Ty. been around, yeah. and she's done really well. She has. And she's run Bighorn, and mm-hmm. she's done a lot of big things, but... and. She did really well, and she felt good after the race, from what from what I've understood. Because we're going to get her on the show. Yeah, that'd be so cool. We've talked to her, but um, yeah, Tara, what do you? I mean, you just did your first hundred in September. The bear, the bear one hundred, and that was in thirty five hours. So nine months later, right? And mm-hmm. then you go ahead and say, let's cut off almost you know six seven hours, right? <laughs> That's pretty similar, good, right? Similar, like course wise, right? Like difficulty, do you think, or do you, which one do you think is harder? Oh my goodness! For me, whatever race I'm about to do, that's is really the hardest. <laughs> gotcha. One, really, I don't remember much still about what happened this past weekend, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it was pretty hard. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was good. It was really hot and really steep, and really fast. And hot, I didn't realize steep, it was and fast. Hot, steep, and fast. That would be a great tagline. Isn't that? Yeah. We own it. Don't even think about <laughs> <Yeah>. it, folks. <laughs> Joel just stamped it. That's ours. Well, I didn't know it was nine months since the bear. So yeah. isn't that crazy? This is like a new birth. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Nine months. A new, yeah. a new baby. Yeah. A new hundred mile baby. That's a good one too. And, um, yeah. It's. Well, and you're we're done. And, <laughs> and it was a good weekend because Bryce ran it. Your uh-huh, husband. My husband Bryce, and he did yeah. it in twenty six hours. He did. So That's you're barely behind him. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I think the tracking app actually showed us together for most of the race, yeah. which we weren't at all. Yeah. And so I know a few friends out there 
thought that, oh, how sweet that we were running the race together. But Hold those of you who know, to each other. Yeah, right. Those of you who know my lone wolf husband know that that, that would not have been the case, and it wasn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> but he did great, and That's super awesome. proud of him. He so, did fantastic. So let me ask you this, because I know sometimes how that works. Um, you know, I know you've crewed and, you know, Bryce in the past, and I know, uh, you know, you've had crew and stuff. You were up there without any crew at all, right, both of you? Yeah. So how did that, I mean, how did that change so many things. I mean, you obviously went with drop bags. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that right now because we haven't asked you yet. But, I mean, did that change your mindset at all, not having maybe the the warm fuzzies, like running the bear, having people you know at every aid station or whatever? It did. It really did. And you're you're hitting some chords now. Um, it it really did. I think I've done two pretty significant races already this year before the Bighorn. And I know that mentally prepared me for having to do this by myself. Um, I did Black Canyon 100. Uh-huh. 100K. Down in, sorry, 100K. Yeah, right? 100K. Uh, down in uh, Arizona and also the Zane Gray 50 That's miler down in Arizona. Oh, two hard races. So pretty <laughs> early on and went down there by myself unsupported and, and had a riot. It was great. Had some good experiences down there and and I think grew a lot, like learned a lot about myself and what I needed and what I didn't need. And although I would have loved to have had people around me, of course, and, and had the support and, and help through the night, that's always great. But, you know, you, you just make do with what you have and you just move forward and whatever happens, happens. Well, and, you, so. and, you, and you said it too, you kind of learn, you learn a lot and you're, like you said you were on your own and, and the difference of that, that's in itself such a huge challenge. You know, just that mental aspect, because you've been training hard. We've seen you on the trails all winter long. Yep. You know, you've had these hard, tough races that you've you've done. So physically, you'd have to say, okay, you're ready, you know, with your training. But you really can't train if you don't know something, right? So exactly. that the, the unknown of not having those, because, you know, I, I, I love it. I love coming into an aid station and knowing I have a crew. I love coming into an aid station knowing I know people that, you know, maybe I don't see often. Say, hey, look, there's manners. Oh, hey, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that brings so much oomph to you when you know them. So this that whole mental side of things, the unknown, the cha- and then the challenge. It's, oh, it's 100 miles um, right. on an unfamiliar course. Um, that's impressive. It really is. And that's something that you grow from. It's true. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was an interesting setup because it's an out and back. Mm. So you go in about 48 miles where the big turnaround is or where they actually start the 50-mile race called the Jaws Aid Station. What a terrible name, you know, for like <laughs> aid station. <laughs> Jaws, like really, why, why that? But so you get to that point, and it was right about that point, too, where I ran into Bryce, and I think I just scared him because I knew we were pretty close, and I knew I'd be seeing him eventually because yeah. we'd turn around unless something had happened to him. So I think I scared him with my excitement in the middle of the night just for seeing somebody I knew just because, you know, I, I do in, enjoy that. I do enjoy seeing other people out there I know, especially, you know, your spouse. And so it was cool to see him and, and give him a hug as he flipped around and went the other way. And I kept on going to the aid station and um, went into that big aid station tent there. And it was kind of like the Beaver Mountain scenario at the Bear mm. where you don't really want to go in. Right. And, but you kind of need to, but yep. you probably shouldn't, and you maybe want to stay out. So I, I took that philosophy because at that time of night, it was close to midnight. That was just all I could think about. Don't go in the warm hut right. with all the people. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought about that, and I gave them my number, and they got my bag. And I just sat down outside in the grass. And immediately, four medics came running out to me, thought I was delirious, thought ah. I maybe had, you know, <laughs> had some problems at that point. And I, w- I kept trying to convince them that I was fine. Right. But after you've already run about 50 miles, when you try to look at somebody in the eye and tell them you're fine, yeah. you're already not much you're, there right. anyway. You're so they, just the peppering of questions I got at that point. And I just really wanted to eat some food and change my socks and um, in the dark without all of the the Hoopla. loud music and right. the heaters blaring. So that was kind of memorable experience at the Jaws. But, um, yeah, really good, good people. Great organization. I have never seen such a tightly knit race put together. Like right it on. was just really, really every, you know, every everything was taken care of. I think that this race director has been doing it for a long time, yeah. right? Is this yeah. the same one, do you think? It, I think so. I think, I think it's a group of people. Yeah, I think so. I, I think four or five people's mm-hmm. names were mentioned at the award ceremony. I think this was the 15th um, annual uh, 100th 
mile right. portion and maybe the 24th, yep. 50 mile Because they've version. been, because I had friends back when I was living in Jackson in the late 90s, I had friends that were going and doing the 50K and 50 mile version of this. So it's been going on for a long time. Oh, they had everything put together. Yeah. Like and, I've, and I've heard that about this race. They're very organized. Um, I've, and I've complaint wise, the only complaints I've ever heard about this race is weather. Mud. Right? Yeah. Mud. Yeah. And you can't control that. That's so. all I heard too. Yeah. Right. I think it's even you guys told me that from the beginning when yeah. I was asking if you were heading out. And right. like, oh, muddy. No. And, but you <laughs> said there's no mud this year. There was no mud. And I don't know. Do you like, feel robbed? Do you feel cheated? I do not. Good. <laughs> I had my share of mud and, and poor weather. I, I'm okay with that. It was marshy near the top, which was strange for oh. the elevation. About I think it was around 9,000 at the top. Kind of marshy. Yeah. Um, real soft hmm. terrain running up to the jaws. And yeah, other than that, just beautiful mountain vistas. Ran along these beautiful rivers. Uh, the little bighorn uh, was just phenomenal. It was almost the color of the Bear Lake. Oh, entry oh. when you're just dropping into Bear Lake. That's right. Awesome. Turquoise blue with these huge boulders. And nice. You just try not to look too carefully or you'd trip and knock your teeth out. You know, you had to just keep focusing on the trail. It was pretty, um, pretty technical, I would say. So what are the, like for you, so you had nine months ago you ran the bear and then you had this one. What are some of the things that maybe you carried over or learned from the bear that really helped out at Bighorn? You know, because, I mean, this is just your second hundred. And, I mean, again, six-plus-hour PR is huge. I mean, that's not, I don't care what course you're on. That's no, huge. that's awesome. Yeah, so what, what are some of the things that you took from the bear that you think might have helped you at Bighorn? Well, for me, I'm super grateful and happy that I finished the bear. But that bear experience was just about finishing. Like, there mm-hmm. was not a lot of running involved in that toward the end. And um, I've mentioned before, I had some great people getting me through to that point, or else I would have dropped way on early in that with feet problems this seemed more like a race like I was really running and that felt so good and I I knew I could run I didn't know how far I could run for that long Um, I tried my best to keep running but some things that I worked on over the winter was hiking and hiking hard and those are things that I never could have imagined that were really part of ultra running that's kind of the not talked about side of it and um, as just a rookie getting started, for me, I, I was all about the running. I love running. And so you run and you run and you keep running. But <clears throat> it's the hiking that really, I think, builds your character because in the dark hours of the night, that's what helps you keep going. You're not running. You're hiking as hard as you can. And you're just trying to keep going. You're not, you're not really walking. You're really trying to power hike as much as you can. And with that focus on really hiking up the hills and running, maybe even running hard down the hills. You're, you're just trying to make good time. Um, that, and I did a lot of extra core work this year and, uh, tried incorporating more biking and yoga and, and a little bit of weight training here and there. Mm -hmm. And that seemed to help a lot. And I feel like I've grown as a runner and as an athlete and, Hopefully that'll keep translating as I move forward. So a lot of the cross training and then, and then again, being just more efficient is kind of what that is with the hiking and everything mm-hmm. else. So I've noticed that with myself is especially at, what was it, Pocatello a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. just your efficiency. There's a guy that was running this hill and I would never even attempt to run the hill he was running and I was hiking and we were at the exact same pace. But when we got to the top of the hill, he stopped and I just kept, and that's when I started running. Right. And not to say that that's, good or bad i mean it's whatever but it's that efficiency and knowing what you're comfortable with so it sounds like that helped a lot yeah that. it's true and everyone's different everyone's going to have their different strategy mm-hmm. and and i applaud everyone who even attempts to go out there and and do whatever they can and that's great and it's funny my husband and i were sitting and plotting a lot before this race and he advises me a lot as he's done so many of these this was his uh fourth start at the bighorn and uh it's all about going slow that's really hard for me to wrap my head around because I like to go fast. And uh, it's about slowing your pace down and listening to what your body's telling you. And I tried to keep my average pace around 12, 13-minute miles and so that when the big climbs came, and there were so many huge climbs on this race. I think the first eight miles was straight up. Wow. It was like a Ben Lohman that never stopped, just kept going. Gorgeous, gorgeous climb, but it just kept going and going and going. 
And uh, with an 11 a.m. start, that was a brutal way so to how was that different? Begin the day. Right? So that's a lot different. That's a lot different. We don't have a whole bunch of races in the U.S. that do that on the ultra scene. Europe yeah. does. But so was your body ready to run at that point, or were you kind of like in lunch mode? I was in lunch mode. Yeah. You guys know I'm an early bird. Yeah. yeah. I'm out the door and ready to go early. And uh, we were just hanging out. Almost time to go. We almost missed the shuttle just really? because we uh, were shopping just and going shopping. down Main yeah. Street. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's hard because you you wake up and your your adrenaline's pumping. You're right. ready to go. Yeah. So was there some anxiety when you woke up and then you're like, oh, I got like yes. four or five hours until the race starts. <laughs> yes, totally. Uh, totally. So you know, just tried to keep focusing in and kept checking your stuff a hundred times. And yeah. Making sure your shoes are on the right way and. Uh, yeah, it was a lot different. I prefer the early morning starts. Yeah. So when you were you're talking about, you know, kind of plotting the race and kind of the running part of it, what about like food and like nutrition and hydration? Did that change from the bear or how did it even go in this race? Were you dialed in? Did it work out or did you have those moments? I, safe to say, I feel super dialed in with my nutrition. I I can honestly say I have not had a problem knocking on picnic table wood right here. <laughs> right. I, I'm good. I feel very confident in what I'm using. So what are you using now? I, I'm strictly core power, V-Fuel, all the way. Um, I supplement with turkey and cheese sandwiches <laughs> when I can. And um, what else? I, I do good with water. Water's fine. A lot of water. I use a lot of run gum. Yeah, oh, so that's Run Gum's an interesting brand. Not a lot of ultra runners know about. Right, so you're you're like sponsored or an ambassador for for them. Uh -huh. And when I first saw that you kind of got that gig, I was like, that's pretty in new and interesting because I mean we don't know about it. Right. And then it was at where were we? It was that first race we did this year, uh, Temp. Um, three of us went down for Temp, and you know we're going down there, we're drinking coffee, and Somebody says, do you want some gum? I'm like, yeah, give me some gum so I don't have this stinky coffee breath in the car. And take off, and we're running. And I'm like, well, I got gum in my mouth. And I never have gum in my mouth when I run. I liked it. Yeah. It was weird. Well, but I'll get you some. I liked well, it. Well, see, I went easy. down to... Uh, I'm not uh, saying it's like magic, but... It's different, right? It's different. There's yeah, something to do. Kind of. And yeah, then the bonus with that is that you know, you're getting the caffeine you need without having to take it through... Yeah, I don't have a, a problem liquid, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a liquid <laughs> or a food. Right. So you're not having to digest that as well. So yeah. it's just, I mean, it's a quick kick and it's yeah. a, an easy way to supplement through the night. Yeah, too, that would be nice. Without having to, again, just eat random stuff just to keep your brain awake or have other type of. I think that's, that's, that's magic right there. Through the night. That yeah. might be nice. And see, we need, and I feel bad. We need to get these guys on because I was down at the run event in Texas in December and met these guys. Right. Um, and they gave me some samples. Uh, some samples. Right. And I, again, they were just samples, so it's not going to last long. But I took some. And the funny thing is, I took some the first time was on my third day of the run event because you have to be on your feet from like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you don't go anywhere. So like, I was going through a <laughs> low spell, so I popped some gum in, and it, it did. It gave you a little boost. And, again, they were samples, so I haven't tried any running. But I talked to them. I said, man, I'd love to get you guys on our show because it was new then. And now I've seen quite a bit of an explosion with it. Now stores are carrying it a little bit now. Right. Uh, but it's an interesting tool. It's a simple product. Yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah very simple. Um, mm -hmm. Seems like really good folks. You know, I met three or four people at their booth, and I think a couple of them were the – I don't want to say owners because I don't know founders. for sure. Founders, maybe, mm -hmm. or some some big wigs, mm -hmm. um, younger younger crew. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting tool, and it's just called Run Gum. Run gum. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I like it. It's good stuff. What so core power is just like a car? Is it a, a calorie drink? Right? Isn't that what that is? Core power. Uh, it's a protein drink. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not necessarily like a protein shake or a smoothie, but it's a. Um, a milk-based product. So it's like so muscle milk? An insure? No, it's, it's, people would label it like that, but not not quite. So um, what do you mean not quite? Help me out here. Come on now. So it comes in little, it comes in little plastic bottles, right? It comes right? in little plastic bottles. Okay. A little bit too big to put in my pack when I'm running. So it's just a quick straight shot down. At the, at the aid station. At the station, you cross your fingers and go. But Cross your fingers <laughs> and go. Hopefully <laughs> like that doesn't come back right. up. And, um, <laughs> Hashtag that. <laughs> So it's as I've used it. I started using that at the bear last year, 
And um, that's when I realized, I'm like, wow, this stuff really works. And just the added protein, I think it's like 26 grams of protein just in a, you know, a single bottle. And getting that amount of protein so quickly might be a little bit crazy. It could upset your tummy a it little bit. It could upset your tummy. It hasn't happened to me, so it's a quick turnaround, and it's a quick um, replenishing right. of what I need. And um, the calories and sugar, not a lot of sugar. And you just put yeah, those in your drop bag? I put them in my drop okay. bag. And they're great warm. They were really warm. Oh, um, no. Not on this race course, but, you know, you just do what you need to do. So where do you get these core powers? Is this something you just get at the grocery store, or you got to go to the running store? Yeah, you can buy them anywhere. Okay. Like Target, Smith's. Okay. That's so nice now. That you can pretty much go to just about any grocery Nothing store, and you can get stuff like that for running, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah. In the past, no. You have to go like run a specific store. GNCs. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, you right. go in there and you're like you're you like that right. token like little <laughs> dorky runner guy That's going right. in there. Guy comes over with got the sleeves cut so yeah. the shirts fit him. And you're like, hey, what's up? I just need something to run. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, come here, I'll help you out. Come here, man. Um, so do you train when you like up in you know your training? Do you use core power before you run? Sometimes after. After yeah, okay. After. So you, you use it with training. Then V fuel is it the gels or the the powdered drink or both or what do you use there? Oh, good point. Yeah, I use the gels. Okay. I take them out on my runs with me, and I usually don't fuel with that type of um, uh, fuel with that type of uh, gel. Yeah. While I'm on short runs, like under ten runs, I or sorry, ten miles, I don't usually supplement too much but right. um yeah i take the gels out i'm a big fan of the cool citrus nice but cool they citrus. also have the yeah. um the powder yeah the fuel powder that's pretty good stuff which, yeah i, I love yeah you, you is that the drink that? stuff yeah, yeah. It's really good they got the cherry cola they've oh, got the ginger I got the, twist i got the ginger i got a case of the ginger twist right now that yeah. stuff is so good <gasps> love it the lime yeah, yeah. the lime is lime good too cool and lime. the tangerine and that it's really good and i've tried a lot of different brands and i'm not I'm not sponsored by V Fuel or, or anything like that, but not I've really yet. come to yeah. I've really come to enjoy their products. Yeah. And I, I just use them a lot. They're easy, easy on the tummy. See, and I'm I'm yeah. in the same boat. I find myself gravitating. I do the peach cobbler and the cool citrus a mm -hmm. lot. And I'm the same. I I mean we did the eighteen miles up to Lewis Peak and I just took one gel, you know, because 'cause I'm just kind of playing with some things. But yeah. They've got a good product though. It's easy on the stomach and it's never thick. Yeah, right. you know, like some of the gels that are really thick, and you're yeah, kind of yep. like trying to choke them down, like eating a snail. Like Ugh. goo. So I mean, I'm not bad mouthing them, but I took a goo on that run, and it was like chewing it, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Especially yeah. when it's cold. Have you ever had a goo when it's like really cold yeah, out? Yeah, and you, you break do. your tooth. Yeah, <laughs> on it's that weird one. how it well, gets you know that the trick way. With that. What you, you do? You got to put it in your shorts. Put it in your bra, right? Well, I mean. Depends on what I'm this wearing that day. This is a G-rated show, but I usually put it in my socks. Say what? Especially if they're my high socks, I stick it in my sock. Huh. It kind of warms it up a little bit. Hmm. I just hold it for a while and play with it, and then it <laughs> is ready to go. I'm talking about the gels. Okay. Um, what else? So last time you were on our show. Bacon feet. Bacon feet. Oh. And that was when you walked up today. You walked up, and okay, let, let's get this straight. So the race was Saturday, yeah. right? Just barely. Okay, yeah. and today is Monday. Monday yep. morning. And the drive from Ogden to the race is... 10, Ten hours. hours. So yeah. she runs a hundred mile race. Ultra <laughs> her and her husband, you know, no driver, no Uber cab driver. <laughs> Ooh. They, yeah, right. Ultra Uber. <laughs> Ultra, Ultra Uber. Um, so they run the hundred miles. They drive ten hours. She comes walking up today on a Monday morning, and you look great. Yeah. I mean, Thanks. we look. You showed us your feet. We had to take a good look at those because of the right. bacon feet, and they looked well, you night asked to see my and feet. day. We did. <laughs> we did. First yeah. thing we said, "How you doing? Can we see your feet?" Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, it's our new line. <laughs> <laughs> but your feet look night and day different. They yeah. do. So they did do. you change anything there? That's the that's a big one. No, not really. I know um, I'm using a different type of shoe, mm -hmm. same brand. Um, so what did you use? Socks. Can you talk about which one you used this uh, time? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I have been wearing the Mafati 3s, the Hoka, right. for quite a while. I still love those. I have a real tender spot in my heart for those. have probably about six more. Brand new in a box. <laughs> Ready <laughs> to hoard them, right? I don't know what I should do with them. But, um, yeah, and so when the new Mafati 4s came out this past spring, um, got my hands on a pair of those, thankfully, and love them. Super wide toe box, still the same feel, a little bit more explosive um, undercarriage, and they work great. I love them for climbing. They're super fast flying down the hills. Love them, love them, love them. However... I still have blisters. 
And I think it's just maybe the way I run. Um, he did go 100 miles, I too. Yeah. It was a long so. way. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> it was kind of hot. Yeah. I did change socks. And I, I tried different things. I haven't had a pedicure in three months. That's yeah. really sad. So no one else asked to see my feet. I don't think so you I've need tried a pedicure. To, yeah. Oh, I gosh. Mean, there's what nothing there to right? what, cure. Uh, <laughs> what socks do you use, then? I use the Injinji's. Do you? Okay. The toast, the little toe, warmy, little I cute, do. cozy I socks. I enjoy those. I think those help me have more traction in my shoes, if that's even possible. I like that feel, and I've I've come from a long background of not wearing those to wearing these in the last year and a half, and I've enjoyed that change. And um, what, ab- yeah. what about like any products on your feet? Nothing. 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 So you just go foot sock straight, straight in there and then the favorite thing you just barely said i got to bring up is the explosive undercarriage i really like this <laughs> that just cracks me <laughs> up no, i'm sorry maybe yeah. have that's that. ours too know. folks we own that now <laughs> <laughs> the explosive so undercarriage. it's <laughs> it is right i'm thinking something totally different I but we're well, talking <laughs> shoes so barefoot in gingy mafati three fours fours sorry yeah okay that's the that's, That's the, the deal. One. Okay. Yeah. Right wow. Because I know a lot of people like to put something, you know, whether it's a like a squeaky a cheeks or yeah. uh, some sort of body glides yeah. or yeah. Balm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Body glide. We've talked about that. That's yeah. not. That's not the your, way to go. your right. Bag or for it's sure. like a dust, like that, like something you use for a baby's diaper rash. What's that stuff? Baby De- powder. No, desitin. 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 Oh. Desitin. Like that. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. But still, I I I was the only reason I bring that up because you know. Another fellow here local, Jared Gar, tried uh, his second hundred miler, yep. Bryce, and it was hot, yeah, crazy hot down there. And he, I think he got a little behind on his time from what I saw, but also he got terrible blisters again. Yeah. And this article came across my feed on Facebook the other day about how to take care of your feet, and this is like from somebody that's been around for a long time, and I sent it to him, and the guy was just raving about just slather your feet with these certain products right that's what they used to do a long time ago so that's why i ask yeah it's again i think it's just a combination of whatever works for you yeah, yeah. you know Absolutely. and i think everyone's and, gonna and chime in on that yeah too. i would love anyone else's advice on this right I'm, but you can't really try it out on yeah. a hundred miler you just kind of well have to you can try it you out can try it out i mean the consequences might the be con- catastrophic yes. right but yes. you know and the other thing too you think about your feet is say you know that was your first hundred at the bear and not that you do a lot of hundreds, your second hundred, but the miles and the time on your feet change your foot. They do. Right? They do. They your foot gets fat. Calloused or whatever. Mm-hmm. So even just having, you know, say your next hundred, whatever that might be, you might the be the bear. Okay. Is perfect. And the, thank goodness, by the way, quick bear tag, their website's back up. Is it? I found it Is this it the same? I could, it took a while to load, and I didn't spend right. a lot of time because I was they, in a hurry, Did they change it? It, didn't, it looked like it had some aesthetic changes to oh, it, okay. but it's up. Anyway, Good. back, sorry. So now the bear, your feet might do even better because now you're, I won't say getting used to it, but you are. You're, yeah. you're training your body muscles for running, but you're also time on your feet yeah. is your different feet as tougher. well. I am I'm, I'm going to say that you I think you need to have that right pinky toe cut off. It's looking <laughs> pretty angry right now. Yeah, it's it's not very pretty. You yeah. get a 2 for 1 cuz I'm still down that road. <laughs> yeah, Eric's going to get a toe cut off. He's going to have his toe cut off as well. Yeah, and uh, you think I'm lying folks, but I'm not. <laughs> Let me check. It's it's uh yeah. it's the one he broke last year. Yeah, and yeah. It, the the problem isn't so much that one, it's the problem it's causing to the toe next to it. Right. So oh. I'm having some foot problems again. Yep. And so what I found out is the one that got mangled last year since it's like not functional and doesn't really like to move it's like just a soggy vienna sausage oh the one next to it just is kind of making making space and kind of moving how he wants and so it's causing some foot problems so anyway you know he's gonna have the 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 spock version of that's right what's up fellas i'm gonna have to get some in gingies and have somebody so so off the other ones or something freak some people out yeah freak some people out so your overall experience with the Bighorn, obviously, seems like you're happy about it. You know, your time was great. You look great. You're kind of in good spirits after a 10-hour drive. Yeah. Um, and that's that's awesome. So would you do that race again? So funny. Um, when I say Bryce, it's not, I'm not talking about the Bryce Canyon race, which yeah. coincidentally just happened. Right. So my husband, Bryce, and I were talking at the finish, and we were both just – you know, you finished, you're hammered. You're Cooked, like, man. No way. It was so hot. It yeah. was probably, I think it was mentioned, it was about 105 in the canyon coming out. Wow. This huge dry canyon. Um, oh. It was just, it was really, There's it was no really bad. 
and really low. And the aid stations at that point were no longer serving cold beverages. <laughs> it right. was just get what you can and get out of there. And, um, yeah, so it was hot. And it was a hot day wow. for a lot of people around the state running. And um, you just deal with that and you move forward. And beautiful and whatnot. So we were discussing at the end, oh, gosh, you know what? I think that's it. I don't think we're coming back. I think that's probably good. And I was agreeing. I'm like, yeah, that's probably, I think I'm done with that. That's probably good. And slept the night, went to the breakfast the next morning. Beautiful a breakfast for the 100-mile finishers, great pancake breakfast, probably 200 people there, wow. just a real fun time. And we were already deciding about next when year. to come back next year and how to get you guys to come out there and run too. Well, I think it, it all depends on neat. Hard Rock yeah. for next it, year. Yeah, it's true. Really? It does. Because Bighorn, it's sad to say, that's been on my list for years because I've a lot of people from Utah head up there, so I have a, we have a lot of friends, and they love it. And I've always wanted to go up there and take a family trip, you know, head to some of the, you know, even come back through Rushmore or right. the Badlands or something like that, which I think would be awesome. Um, so I, I want to, but I it do does. Too. It depends on. It's hard rock, right? Because yeah. it's a qualifier also. It is. Yeah, so yeah I, th I think if I don't get into hard rock next year, consider it for sure. Yeah, because it really is. I mean, I've done a lot of races in June around here, and, I want to get in that mode of not repeating as much right. as I can uh, to try some new stuff because I don't know how longer I'll be doing this. But, yeah, big right. one is way up there. Yeah, I think we a, good could combo, get a good combo would be doing Scout Mountain, do the 60K yeah. two weeks out, and then go do uh, Bighorn. Bighorn. That probably that would work. Because I'd yeah. go back to Scout Mountain. I might. Yeah, I'd go back I there. I still have PTSD from that. <laughs> <laughs> that heat. But you never know what else is going to pop up between yeah. now and then. There could be another race or two that even are brand new. I mean, you just That's never true. know. I yeah. mean, April, up. May time frame. But, yeah, definitely. So you'd go back up there, though. I would. Yeah, it was it was really amazing. And I have friends that are looking at maybe doing their first hundreds next year. And the whole time I'm thinking, I wonder if I would recommend this or, like, a, the bear. Ooh. For the first hundred, and this seemed—I think Zion's a good first hundred. I think 100? so. I can't speak on that. But yeah. See, I, I think any hundred, pretty much, yeah. is a good first hundred because you know, that's conversation comes up all the time. It does. At the end of the day, you're still going a hundred miles. Yeah. And it depends on what you like. Mm -hmm. Right. Because my first hundred was Wasatch, and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh man, I can't believe that was your first hundred. Well, you back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot to there choose There wasn't, from. but then I mean, no offense, but there's like the Buffalo Run one hundred right. here. That's, that's a great first one hundred if you like to run. It, but see, for true. me. I don't want I don't I don't want to do it because it's like you that whole course is runnable. It is. So if you're not running, it's almost like I should be running, right? Uh, so for me know. if I, I get a mountainous no. if I get a mountainous course, yeah, hiking I'm good with. Right. And mentally I like being in the mountains. I like the elevation, the flatter stuff that people say, "Oh, no, start off with an easier one." I think easy is very relative when you get a 100-mile right. race. So just jump in, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because <laughs> you're not going to do hard rock as your first one. No, because you, you have to have a qualifier. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Same Western states, same thing. You yeah. have to have a qualifier. Because Bear's a tough race it for is. a first Very hundred. The Bear was my first hundred mile finish. Yeah, and it's and it's Terra's. Terra's. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think the first hundred, just jump in, do what you like. If you like mountains, do it. Yeah, that's true. If you like to run flat, do it. Yeah, but the crazy thing about the Bighorn is that once you're in, you're in. If there's a problem. Or if you go AWOL or, you know, you, you get spooked or you can't get out of there. So there's no dropping You're out. You're in there. Nice. Or unless you get to the next aid station. Right. There's really only three aid stations. Wow. Because then you're just coming back down. Oh, you're coming back through them, right? Yeah. See, I like that. I like I having no extraction point because you can't make an excuse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's smaller <laughs> ones mixed in that right. have support. Yeah. But there aren't access points, gotcha. really. So it's, you know, when, when you're in, you're in. Well, and that's and a good and a bad thing. And, so. and Bighorn's not a lottery. No. So that's a, to me, that's a plus when you can get into a race that's not a lottery because it helps. When does that I open think. up? That opens up a little bit later, right? Oh, like good point. February. It, has, it, right? it fills in really, really fast. Um, right. Early in the year. I think it was February, I January, think it is February. a February yeah. type of Entry. thing. They open it up around like Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you're right. It fills, it fills up fast. like that. Like Very super fast. Quick. And that's attributed to the great race. Right. That it is. You know, it, it definitely fits that bill that's awesome and they've got quite a few um distances too yeah they do. so i mean even if you have 
a spouse or significant other. One could do a hundred, the other could do. I think they've got fifty third, mile, fifty mile, fifty k. They got like in the thirty k range, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I should have had that or handy. Used but to at least. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. there's different distances. You don't have to go up to Bighorn and do the hundred. You right. could always be your first fifty or or something else. It's just a nice area. And that fifty, it's actually fifty two miles coming back, which that would be just a fantastic fifty miler because it's almost all downhill. Wow. I mean, there's some pretty really? big ups, right but considering you're going up for most of the first part of the race right you're coming down. so i was thinking about that as i was you know doing my power hiking <laughs> all get, the to back the to the get to the turnaround there were people flying past me which for once that was okay because right. i knew that they weren't doing the hundred they were just flying by waving good job and right that's awesome yeah, we, so. we've had people on the show before we've talked about those out and backs on how much they can help you you know, because you yeah, do you see people, yeah, you know, but at. you see just more people. Because in a 100-mile race, you've got, you're socked into a location. If it's point-to-point, yeah. and you might have 10 people that you see for 100 miles. You right. just flip-flop. Yeah, you get in that, like, little group of people. Yeah, your, right? little, your little core group of yeah. people. Now, when you do an out-and-back, you mm-hmm. get to see the guy that guy and girl in first, mm-hmm. you know, people you may know that are faster or slower. Right. So, that, you know, people talk about, oh, it's just kind of cool when they run by and slap high-five and good job. It's that picking you up thing. So that's a, another thing to consider i think when you're picking a race mm-hmm. well there's definitely some unusual trail etiquette i had to learn with that type of a race just getting out of the way and stuff getting out of the way because the trail is a very very thin trail i would say it may not even be two feet wide so it's a really fine line for most of it i mean there's definitely bigger parts of it but for a, what i can recall <laughs> it was very thin and so when you're just heading up and, you know, it stays light till about 9.30, 9.45, and all of a sudden you're seeing these bright lights coming back down the <laughs> mountain at you, and you know they're not the 50-mile start. Yeah. Like, that doesn't start till the whole, you know, next day. Next day yeah. You're thinking, holy cow, th- here are the winners. Here come yeah. the leaders. And you learn, you just step out of the way, yeah. and you cover up your lamp, and you let them go and cheer them on. And you think... Wow, I wonder if anybody would know if I just turned, turned around, around right now. Right. <laughs> would anybody down. No, I was there. You didn't see How me. How could I know? <laughs> <laughs> I think that you bring up a good point about some trail etiquette. Is when you're out racing, or when you're out on a train run, you've got your headlamp on. Yeah. You come up to somebody. There's two things you need to do. First, cover up your. Okay, three. First, take out your <laughs> earphones, right? Just by experience, yep. right? <laughs> take out your earphones. Second, if you have your headlamp on, you either need to cover it or turn it to the side, yeah. folks, because you don't want to get that in the eyeballs. It's no fun. Yeah, because it takes a minute to get those glares out of your eyes when you keep <laughs> going. Yeah, or, you know, if you're Eric and you're wearing the waist version <laughs> of the Ultraspire lights. <laughs> the Lumen 600. Yeah, the Lumen 600, <laughs> folks. Listen, if you want to spend, you know, that's like the best $200 you're going to spend. I think so bright. But you don't go, hey, look at my light, and then point to the light. And in all fairness, I never said that. Someone else said that. They said, what are you wearing on your light? And yeah. that's how it started. It wasn't like I was yeah. showing off my... Some, some lady was really interested <laughs> in Eric's light one day. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> All right. So, and then I pulled it up. So, Bighorn, <laughs> you've got a hundred mile, fifty-two mile, thirty-two mile, and eighteen mile. Oh, something so for everybody. There is something yeah, for everybody great. in that race. So maybe I'll just go up next year, and even if you get into Hard Rock, maybe you do the thirty-two mile, yeah. fifty-two mile, right? I think so. That'd yeah, be good. that'd be good. Yeah. Training if you have time off work, Beautiful right? Area. True. Yeah, yeah, all that time off. So. Well, I think it's great how well you did. It was, I yeah. mean, we all, Thanks, all guys. of us down here, we were texting each other. We yep. had some people that I don't know how. I think Debbie Farke. Gave us some info where you, she had you the get. App. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. That's what it was. You guys could track it. But yeah, we were throwing texts. But have you heard anything? And oh, Bryce just finished. Tara's here at mile yep. 90 set. something. Yep. And then we also had friends running. Bryce, kind of the same thing going on. It's always cool. nice to see when you're not running, seeing other people and how well they're doing. Yeah. So. And it'll be hard. I'm going to Yellowstone this weekend. So following yeah. Western states is going to be tough for it's me. It's going to be yeah. almost impossible, yeah. right? Yeah, it really is. So I'm going to kind of go through some withdrawals, I yeah, think. You will. I'm, <laughs> I'm always interested in these smaller races like Western to see how well people <laughs> <Small> do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Tara, what do you got next? What do I have next? Yeah. Um, the big focus is the bear. Okay. Just going to try to <clears throat> get rid of this bacon and <laughs> move on. I think it'll be about a week or two. That'll be good. Yeah, but really just the bear. There's a couple. Um, small ones that could be in the mix. I might be looking at one of the discrete series. Okay. Up at yeah. Alta. Yeah. That'd be fun. Those guys put on a good yeah, event. They do, Have right? you done one of theirs yet? I haven't. Didn't work out with my schedule yeah, last year. That's with I mine. think Alta might this year. Could. 
just when family is that? vacations. Do you know? oh, oh, just, sorry, Julian. I think it's on the 18th. Those are like uh, 10 of mile July. of July. Okay. 10 mile runs. That'd be a Wednesday. Like, is that like a middle of the week type of this event? This one's on Saturday. Saturday in the so afternoon. July 19th on a Tuesday. Oh, no, that's July, my, July 9th, Saturday. That's my boy's oh. birthday. Yes. I, it's in July. Okay. Yeah. Mid-July. Well, and I've heard they do a great job, too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. their courses are great. And I've right. wanted to do one. And they're local here in Salt Lake area. They are. Yeah. group. And Logan Peak this yeah. Saturday. You're volunteering, right? Out, perhaps. Yeah. And that's, that's always a, rumor. a great show. Rumors yeah. you're going to help at the aid station. Oh, is that right? Yeah, well, that's dear. what I've been told. Okay, we better. <laughs> Lane's, on Lane's counting on you. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, Logan Peak, that's just a fun local event. Just wish I could run it this year, but just a great, great run. That was yeah, my that first is. ultra ever. And that's it's always event. good going back up to Logan and hanging out up there in that beautiful area. And, um, Goodness, I don't know. A couple other little events going on. There's the wildflower oh venue yeah. put on by uh, a bunch of women up at Snow Basin. That's a fun trail run. And that's women only, right? Women only. Yeah. Yep. And they have biking and, and running mixed in. Hmm. That's a Friday Saturday event. There's a couple other uh, festivals with um, Anchi's Dope Two mm-hmm. and the Otessa Summit, which is in the first weekend in September. Right. And um, those will be really hot items coming up. Right those on. will be around. And, uh, yeah, just just going to relax. Just going to get healed up, get enjoy the rest the of bear. summer, climb some more peaks. I'm really interested in getting down in the Salt Lake area and learning more about the peaks up in that area. I just There's haven't a lot had of time to go There's a lot and of explore. Them. So. Wranglers, Wasatch Mountain Wranglers are always. They're always getting after it. Yeah, They're a lot always of peaks. up there. Yep. It's always, always fun to see the photos that come out of yeah, those things. That's true. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm going to skip gears a little bit, yeah. shift gears. So it was a big weekend for your family. And I know oh, that you right. and Bryce went up to Bighorn and had a great experience. But my goodness, what was going on here? And I knew it before going in. Your son, Christian, is part of the Ogden High School track team. Cross right. country, he's too. He's a sophomore. Yeah. Both. Is he? Yeah. He's, he's only a sophomore. Yeah, he's a sophomore. Track. Track and right so now. we've got. Um, you know, this area's got some good run. Ogden High School. Ogden yeah, High's awesome. Ogden High's been killing it for and they've got a runner, at least think, 10 years now. Yeah, Alec. Mm-hmm. Al, isn't Alec? Pe- Alec Parsons. Yeah, Alec he's Parsons. going to Stanford. He's going to Stanford. Yeah, yeah. so this kid's a uber he's stud. Yeah, he's right? legitimate. Yeah, he's... So they went out. The, oh, the kid they, that um, went up to Oregon and ran a couple of years ago, you guys remember his name? I don't. Mm. I think he was an Ogden High wouldn't surprise me. Well. I, I want to say program. that, or he was a Weber High runner, but training with the Ogden High kids. Because the Ogden High kids, there's this big rivalry in our area between Ogden High and Davis. And you talk about two nationally ranked cross-country teams. Yeah. And they're just killing it every year. Women's and men's. Yeah, yeah. both, yeah. right? And girls. Yeah. Exactly, both which groups. is amazing, the consistency that they're doing it. So it j- that's just a little background on that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like this fluke thing. These kids have been putting in the work yeah. for right. years. It's yeah. awesome to see. And it's a tribute to their coaches. Yes, yeah. definitely. And, so, and your son Christian was on, they went to, was it California they were at? Where North was it? Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, so mm-hmm. her son Christian, while she's up running 100 miles with, her, with Bryce, her husband, their son's in North Carolina. He was on the four-by-one-mile relay team, right? Four-by-mile relay team. Yeah, so, and if, and I'm not, I don't follow track. I'm going to say that right now. I don't. Yeah, but I'm just learning all about it, too. <laughs> but the interesting parts of this is there's been a record. That record, the four by one mile relay, has stood for 40 years. Whoa. Right? Didn't Four know that. zero. Years. Yeah. That's amazing. So these kids set out purposely to break this record. So they went down and broke the record. Broke the record. They broke it in 1704.55. And the reason I say that. Is because the second place team was seventeen oh four point six one. So they were point oh six. It was a fo- it was literally a photo finish. It was. And I think there's maybe YouTube video of that there now. is. And yeah. we, we need we need to put that on. That was the amazing because these these kids from uh, Great Oaks, California, they closed they that closed last hard. few meters. Were closing hard, but Alec just. Held I mean, you could see it too. It's almost like you hard. saw a glance and just like nope. And yeah. just knit, did it. But her son, Christian, was part of this national championship is what yeah. it was. Yeah. And now it's a record that it stood for 40 years once before. Both these teams would have broke. They both broke the record, but obviously you only get one record. Right. So, I mean, come on. How does that feel as a parent? That, really? It, it's just amazing. And we were so lucky that we hit the 84 split right in time to decide, should we go to Salt Lake and see him come in on the airplane, or should we just run back home to the other kids and 
we were like, let's just go. And I had a wonderful mother-in-law hang out with the kids and one more extra hour so we could go at the airport and see them all come in. And just the sweetest guys, like it couldn't be a more deserving group of, of young men, like really good, good guys. And I'll mention their names if I can remember them all. It's Alec Parsons, um, Garrett Barton. Oh, and is Travis. that Lydia's boy? Yeah, it's Lydia's boy. And uh, Travis Sweeney. Travis Sweeney's a good runner. Good runner. He is. I've heard that mm-hmm. name in yeah, the paper. His, uh-huh, his yeah. older sister was a star and is a star down at the U right now. And uh, uh, again, as I'm just learning like about really all this and, and Kristen's just a sophomore, I'm, I apologize if I'm botching any of the Sarah, names or at the event. Sarah Sweeney. Yes. Yes. So She's a nationally ranked runner. She's she been killing it. So it's again, in the blood. It is. And it's just that Ogden High culture is mm-hmm. so impressive with their runners. And this team, this Great Oaks team in California, it's a, a pretty big school in Temecula. And they mean business. They had won um, many of the other national events, individual and relays, already at that meet. And uh, came into this ready to win this, too. Ogden High hadn't even been mentioned in right. any of the preludes. That's so awesome. Yeah. Nothing was mentioned in no pre-interviews before the race. They were all just hanging out in their their bright orange tiger, yeah, you know, uniforms. Big and just O on the front. The big yeah. O on the front. Just enjoying the moments, and they just had a, a riot. And right. uh, the humidity was we're talking at North 20% Carolina. That you day. and I know about North Carolina. We know about the Carolina. We know humidity. about the Carolina. You're a South Carolina girl. I'm yep. a North Carolina fella, so we know about that. There's no reason to have that race there in June. I what know. are those people thinking? <laughs> well, Four the point, everything kind of fell into place. Like there was 20% humidity. It was oh. 70 degrees. So what? So it was just perfect. And they that were coming good. down. Like our boys were down there from altitude. Yeah. And oh, yeah. just ran their guts out. They and did. if you guys watch that on YouTube or on the New Balance, the cl- I forgot the exact site. If you look at it. We'll have it on our yeah. link for we'll sure. We'll get it up. You'll see it. It's just it's super heartwarming. And really, these 100 miles and these ultra runs are great, and I love it, and and it's fun, and it, it keeps me young. But I'm telling you, when you see your kids perform and yeah. and have events like this that's going to carry them through to their adulthood, that just kind of makes you happy. Yeah, well, it's and, you're, and, you're, and your kid, you say he's a sophomore. He's a sophomore. And a part of this. So, yeah. I mean, we're going to be expecting some big things, right? Yeah, right. I mean, next year. I know. And There's no place to go but up. They really, I mean, and yeah. he's had some good tutelage from some of these other kids. Like in, say, an Alec having getting to train. And I know it's yeah. like clo- it's high school and close to age, but it's always ha- nice to have someone like that to mentor even yeah. a little bit to see how they and see what it's capable. I mean, this kid's going to Stanford. Yeah. You know, that's right. that's, that's not that's nothing to, you know, sneeze at. No. And the team that they held off, this Great Oaks team, they also are the national record holders for the 4 by 1600 So these mm-hmm. kids that they, you know, Really outstretched down the down the stretch was that that was legit. It was cool it was to business. see. Business. It was yeah. all business. Yeah. And yeah. Um, these kids from Ogden, little Ogden, right? Little Ogden. Yep. They Man. held their own. That's cool. And uh, I don't think, unfortunately, it's even been covered by any of our that's local local stations, so maybe bad. our it's, newspaper. But um, right. yeah, I, I think it's just tremendous. They do well, we really need to make job. that video go viral, then, yeah. folks. Help us out with that. Yeah, there's enough That'd negative cool. stuff out there. Let's bring yeah. some positive, that's right. good feet. Because, uh, you know, you watch it, because at the end, I mean, it is. It's a photo finish. Like, I, when <laughs> I first watched it, I'm like, no way. You're like, like oh, that kid was closing hard, yeah. and you're like, oh, don't. And then don't, Alec fell, on. you know. Yeah, he and, rolled. I mean, he's just exhausted, yeah. you know. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just cool things to see, especially, like she said, you know, these good kids. You really know? good kids. They're just normal kids. Yeah, just normal kids from the area. So, Congratulations to your Thanks. family. What a huge weekend. Yeah, I don't know. I think we all need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we, all need, we have no groceries, but we all need a nap right now. That's all you need, right? <laughs> Just go get, go get even Stevens, get a burrito. Even oh, Stevens. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Call. That is the best. So. Well, we thanks again for coming back on the show. Yeah, thank you. It was kind of a quick little boom, boom hitter because you barely raced. We needed, you know, we wanted to get you back on. Congratulations, though. That's yeah. so cool. I mean, Thanks. seriously, the PR that you set for yourself and nine months later, you almost cut an hour a month, you know, pretty close. Yeah, yeah right? So it's cool to see the growth, right? right? Oh, I don't crazy know. good because <laughs> yeah. we see all the time up in the mountains training yeah. and to see stuff pay off like this, it's just awesome to see. It and is. again, Thanks. from little old Ogden, this right? This is right here. That's these right. These are our mountains these right are, here. These are, we run, we run these mountains. Uh-huh. So thanks for coming on you, you know wish you nothing but the best of luck especially at the bear i'll be mm-hmm. running that so i probably won't ever see you maybe the start line oh whatever <laughs>
Um, yeah, congratulations to Bryce and to uh, your son Christian. So cool. And we will have links to that because that's yep. something that we want to definitely promote and help us spread that love for these young men that just accomplished something amazing. So um, that's it for today. Yep. From beautiful Mount Ogden Park at the base of Malin's Peak. Yep. We're signing out and we will see you or hear you or listen to us next week. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Tara Warren for taking the time to join us fresh off her Bighorn 100 race. You can check out more of Tara on Instagram at runwithtara. Always has some cool stuff and motivational things going on there. We'd also like to encourage you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by our website at trailmanners.com. There you can check out all the cool gear, take some photos of our gear in some cool places, and we'd love to post that and share that. Or let us know on the contact page what you want to see, who you want to hear, even if you would like to be on our show. So until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.